Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Baby Steps. In the last episode, uh, we've discussed about the stock market. And this time, I will discuss about on how I pick my stocks. And do you need complex math in choosing stocks? So, dalawa lang naman yung major ko consider pag pumipili ako ng stocks ko. One is I observe the macro side kung saan yung global market or yung kung anong nangyayari sa mundo kung paano maapektuhan yung pinipili kong stocks. Gaya nung diniscuss ko sa previous episodes, kung may mga crisis, ano bang crisis to, health crisis ba, or financial crisis. So, just to name a few things na tinitingnan ko before ako bumili. And then, this time I'll focus on the micro-economic side, yung within the company ng stocks na gusto mong bilihin. So, itong i-discuss ko sa inyo is yung ginagawa ko. By any means, hindi ko kayo binibigyan ng advice. This is just based on my journey, on my first year investing in the stock market. So, kung tatanungin mo ako, did I earn money from the stock market? Yes, I did. I have gained around 40% return from my investments. But it doesn't mean na if you follow what I did is a guarantee na magigain mo rin yung ganung amount. And if you are really serious on investing, kailangan mo talagang mag-aral and spend time para mag-research. Okay, let's start. Okay, para mas madaling i-follow habang nagdi-discuss ako, open up your cellphone or computer to your web browser and go to um, Google Finance or Yahoo Finance and then type in the company that you're eyeing to invest in. And then, go to their financial tab. Click mo lang dun sa financial tab. And yan, ang una kong tinitingnan pag bibili ako ng stocks. Pag binuksan mo yung financials nila, tatlong makikita mo dyan. Yung income statement, masyadong maraming number kang makikita dyan. Baka ma-overwhelm ka. Pero sabi ko nga sa'yo, hindi lahat naman yan tinitingnan ko. I just keep it simple. Income statement, you check their total revenue. So, titingnan mo dyan yung current year, which is now, during my recording, is 2020. Let's say nakita mo dyan is 100. Then, if you look onto its right, sa kanan niya, ang previous niya is 80. So, it means nung 2019, ang total sales niya is 80. And this year, it's 100. So, ibig sabihin, meron siyang 25% increase in sales. And if you now scan down, on the year 2020, makikita mo dyan yung breakdown ng expenses nila. So, hindi ibig sabihin na 
pag lumaki yung sales, lumaki rin yung tubo. Pero yung expenses nila is lumaki din and they parang na-break even lang. So, i-check mo ngayon yung net income. So, somewhere along those lines, makikita mo na dyan yung net income. So, ibig sabihin, yung net income, yun yung tinubo nung company na yun. So, for example, yung total sales nila is 100 and then yung net income nila is 20. Out of 100 na benta nila, 20 yung tubo nila. So, ngayon, iscan mo uli pa kanan sa net income, yung 20. Ano ba yung nasa kanan niya? Kung 10... Ibig sabihin, nung 2019 up to 2020, 100% increase sa kanilang income. So, ibig sabihin, maganda yung kitaan nung kompanya. And then, yung next mo namang natitingnan ngayon is yung balance sheet. So, sa balance sheet, dyan mo makikita yung assets and liabilities nung company. Para mas madaling intindihin, isipin mo na lang na yung assets ay yung kakayanan niyang magbayad and then yung liabilities, yun ay utang ng kumpanya. Ideally, gusto mo mas malaki yung assets kesa dun sa utang. So ideally, maganda kung ang ratio niya is 2 is to 1 para in case magkagipitan at kailangan magbayad ng company kaya niyang bayaran lahat yung utang niya and then meron pa siyang matitirang cash. Simpleng-simple lang. Simpleng addition-subtraction lang ang kailangan nyo dyan. And the third part is the cash flow in which dyan mo makikita kung saan pumupunta yung pera ng company. So makikita mo dyan kung saan nila nilalagay yung pera, kung nire-reinvest ba nila to improve their company or to venture or magdagdag ng services tulad nung Amazon nag-start lang sila sa e-commerce and then hindi sila nagbibigay ng dividends they just keep reinvesting and reinvesting so now meron na silang streaming services magkakaroon pa sila ng pharmaceutical services and meron din namang mga company na sobrang stabilized na that they just return back yung profits nila back to their investors. So yun, makikita mo dyan sa cash flow kung saan pumupunta lahat or kung saan nila dinedelegate yung money nila. So next is how you value the stocks. So when I mean value yung kung yung price ba niya is mahal or yung stock ba na to is nakasale But there is so many different models na pwede mong gamitin para mag-evaluate or to get the valuation of a stock. But since this is just the beginner guide, we'll just stick to the few things that I look at. Even now, usually, dun lang ako nag-focus. Kasi pag masyadong marami, nakakalito naman. But so far, it worked for me. And this is the mostly common terms din na maririnig nyo when you start venturing or like researching in the stock market. And if you're really serious about it, tingin ko kailangan nyo talagang malaman din to. Okay, let's start with the first thing that I look at which is the price to earnings ratio. 
Ano bang ibig sabihin nun? Yung price to earning, ibig sabihin nun, yung presyo ng stock na binibili mo divided by yung earnings na kinikita mo per share. So halimbawa, yung stock na bili mo for 10 pesos or 10 dollars and then yung earnings per share niya is 1 peso or 1 dollar. Well, ideally, you can say that it will take you 10 years to get back what you invested in. Then, what is a good number for a P.E. ratio? Well, mostly it's between 16 to 18. Yun yung nag-average na P.E. ratio ng mga companies. So, it means lower than 16 means the stock of that company is undervalued. So, it's a good buy. But, since sabi ko nga sa inyo, invest in what you know. So, probably, yung mga company na una nyong titingnan is yung mga big companies. Yung mga P.E. ratio nyan medyo mataas. They say above 20 is expensive. But, it really depends on the brand and what you call moat. So, yung moat yung parang sinasabi nila, parang Apple. Kahit anong sabi ng mga Android users na late na late na yung Apple sa mga features. Sabi nga na, well, we've had that feature for like five years, but people will still buy iPhones. So, yun yung sinasabi kong moat. Kung bagay diehard fans ng product. And then yung brand. So, pag sinabi mo, for example, Ayala Land. So, isipin, parang pag narinig mo palang na Ayalang gumawa. Uy, medyo posh na subdivision to or condominium. So, yung mga factors na yun, yun yung nagpapa-alter din ng PE, price to earning ratio. Also, this is very common din sa mga tech stocks or tech companies. I personally own a company that has a PE ratio of 96. And the other thing that I look at is yung book value. So, yung book value is yung tangible asset ng isang kompanya. Ibig sabihin ng tangible assets, yung lahat ng pwede nilang ibenta ultimo sa kahuli-hulihang upuan ng kompanya, ima-minus mo ngayon sa lahat ng liabilities ng kompanya. So, for example, may magsasarang kompanya and then yung tangible asset nila is 100 and then ang utang nila is 50. So, pag nagsarado yung kompanya, may matitira silang 50. So, ayun, is syempre, i-return nila sa mga shareholders nila. And then, yung book value naman is makikita mo yan doon sa broker platform mo. So, hindi mo naman kailangan ng computing yan. So, what you're looking at, yung number is the best sana if 1 or less than 1. So, ibig sabihin, kung magkano yung in-invest mo, if you invested like 100, if the book value is 1, you'll get 100 back. So, if it's lower than 1 and then, ibig sabihin, mas marami pa yung assets nila kumpara nung sa nag-invest ka ng 100. So, probably kung hindi divide nila sa mga shareholders nila, maaari ka pang makakuha ng 150 instead ng 100. So, you get the point. 
I look at that then para at least may idea ako na if this company is magsarado, may ma-return pa ba para pera sa akin or totally wala na. So I will end this episode at that. But most of the time, this is what I do when I look at the stocks. Kasi I believe na as long as that company is keeps getting profits, ibig sabihin hindi naman yung magsasarado kung kumikita pa rin sila yearly and hindi sila lubog sa utang, masaya na ako sa company yun. And most of the time, 80% or 90% of the time, I just look at this. But if you're listening and then you're a pro, you look at the technical analysis and all those stuff, then so be it. Like what I've said, this is based on my own experience. Maybe you can like triple your money, but I'm happy. I'm not that greedy. I'm quite happy with like 10 to 20% yearly increase on my portfolio. But maybe who knows? I've only been in the stock market for a year. I'm learning every time and I'll just stick to it for now. So if you got any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me. You can contact me on Facebook. You're probably gonna see this post on somewhere in Facebook. I've got my website at www.mikecortez.co.nz slash podcast and meron dong link ah uh, meron dong box where you can send me your questions and I'll try and answer them for you and if you're a friend or you have a contact way to contact me I'm happy to discuss this with you and I can even show you my portfolio have a good day everyone cheers cheers